Here's what happened last time on the Encourageable Party. Putting on a convincing show as Erica and Sardo, Shaft and Mia are able to start the cultists' evacuation plan and learn that the doppelgangers have been sent to the mainland at Erica's behest. Wary of probing with too many questions, they hasten their departure from the encampment, leaving it abuzz with activity. Meanwhile, Shakara and Falzern are drawn to a group of figures moving in the mountains below them. Swooping down to investigate, they discover Alamar and a handful of survivors from the Port Heracleon attack making their way towards the city. Confronting the Head Elder, their talks turn violent as Shakara gets a hold of and smashes Alamar's green-black elixir. And now, back to the adventure. Okay, why don't you run me your initiatives? Not 20, but... I don't have any bonus, so a 20 for Falzern. 13 for Shakara. And Drake got an 8. What are the uh, other wizards and the two armored people doing? At Alamar's yell, is at the anger. It's kind of seen throughout this uh, exchange, you know, as it's getting more and more heated, that, that they start to shift. All four of them seems like they begin to like really uncomfortable, and they kind of sh- idly like shift their weight. And as we are entering this, the two swashbucklers a hand kind of grasping the hilt of a rapier that's at their side. But Falzern is first in initiative. Oh, frick, what do I do? I was not prepared for this. <laughs> Did not think we were going to be rolling initiative against Alamar. <laughs> I cast Lehman's Tiny Hut. <laughs> Pretty sure Alamar can dispel that. Yeah, you're probably right. Oh, man, this is going to be a friggin' nightmare. This is, this is one of those things where you gotta try and, and de, de, or lower the stress level of this situation and not out, all out attack, I think. Because we will get our asses handed to us. So you're saying we need to de escalate this? Yeah, that's the word I want it, uh huh. And not kill him. I don't think we can. I know, I, I agree. I don't know how to de escalate this. Although I didn't think we'd kill Erica either, so I don't know. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> So he has three young wizards plus two... Two um, young wizards and two people in armor. So there's a five of them total versus... Three of you, us the with two, two of Pegasuses. You and, and Dreg, depend, depending what Dreg does. And you going first is going to set the tone. No pressure, though. <laughs> <laughs> My heart rate right now is for like 120. I know. <laughs> I couldn't give the bottle back to him. I just couldn't. I know. I'm, to- I'm glad you did that. That was awesome, but... I didn't think it was going to be roll initiative. <laughs> what the f*** did you think was going to happen? <laughs> I thought he was just going to be really mad. <laughs> but see reason eventually. I mean, really, we're right. Oh, I'm almost out of friggin' spell slots too. Yeah, I got two. Is it possible to roll initiative and then stop fighting? Is that even a thing we can try to achieve? You can absolutely try to say something, but then you'll the people you're speaking to, you have to wait till their turns to see what they do. Or hold your action and say, if they attack me, I will attack back. Yes, you can You can ready an action, absolutely. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, with if you ready a spell, the way that works... I'll lose it. Yes, if, if the instance that would trigger it doesn't happen, you lose that spell slot. You could always cast a shield or something. Uh, defensive. I'm leaning towards Blink. It's not going to damage anyone. It protects me. It's my last third level spell slot. 
He could hop on the Pegasus and fly up in the air. There is still that option. Can he? Could he do both things? Could he cast Blink and jump on the Pegasus? Yeah, it only costs half your movement to get on it. Blink isn't like an inherently bad spell, right? It's not evil. <laughs> it's not necromancy. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Yeah, so Falzerin is going to... I think he's going to mount the Pegasus first and then mutter some incantations, wave his fingers through the air and cast Blink. And can I can I can still say something, right? Yeah, because you roll for it at the end of your turn. Yeah. Alamar, let's be reasonable about this. There's no need for us to waste our energy when we have these foes right in front of us attacking our city. We both want what's best for the city, Alamar. So, let's see what Blink does. Oh, so you're on the Pegasus. What are you doing? I mean, if, if I'm able to, I'd like it for it to take off. Okay, would you like it to disengage? Sure, yeah. Okay, so it can disengage, and it does have 90 fly speed, so it can you can get it up into the air. I don't know how high you'd like to go. Oh yeah, I forgot I'm right up in Alamar's face. I would like to go 90 feet into the air, yeah, I'll take the full movement. Yeah. And go ahead and roll for blank, let's see if you disappear. Goodness gracious, 12. Alright, you... That'll do it. Disappear to the ethereal plane. Next. The two armored gentlemen draw their rapiers and you see kind of they reach around behind them and pull out a dagger as they descend on Shakara. They're both very fast. The first one gets up to you very much like how Shaft wields his own rapier. Two pokes they try to get at you. An 18 and a 17. Neither one hit. Sure, reflecting off of your armor and they come around with a dagger strike which is a 22. 22 gets me. Five piercing damage from the first one. Second one catches up. Again, two more rapier strikes and a dagger. Wow, those are all very low. And then another dagger hits with a 24. Seven more piercing, which of course both attacks reduced by three, right? Yes. Thank you. I forgot about that. Alamar is next. Falls when you're taking off. He just yells, I've no need for either of you. And he can't uh, can't target Valdrin because he's on the ethereal plane. So he'll just point at Shakara and cast Power Word Pain. I suppose I like Pain better than the alternative. Yeah. I don't even know what Power Word He speaks the word of power that causes waves of intense pain to assail Shakara. If you have fewer than 100 hit points. I do. You are racked with this crippling pain while this this wave of torturous feelings are ripping across your body your speed can be no higher than 10 you have disadvantage on attack rolls ability checks and saving throws other than constitution saving throws and if you try to cast a spell you must make a con saving throw or the cast fails target suffering this pain can make a con saving throw at the end of each of its turns ending it with a success. And Alamar will back up, guess towards Dreg, toward his old friend. And Shakara, you are next. So I am in pain. Just crippled pain. I imagine you're just hunched over, trying to resist against it. You're still trying to hold on to your sword with these two rapier and dagger-wielding people on you and attacking you. Alamar! 
It does not need to be like this. Call off your dogs. And I will try and attack, well, I'll try and attack one of them, but not to kill with the idea of knocking them out, but still okay. attacking. So I'm attacking with disadvantage. Yes. Oh, crap. Stupid disadvantage. That's an 11 to hit. Mm, that's going to be a miss. Okay. And then my second attack is worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm going to do. Okay. So you can make that con saving throw at the end of your turn. Oh, yeah. Is that that's with disadvantage also? No, that's the thing that is then. Yeah. Otherwise, that spell would be rough. 18. You are fine. Your protective aura that radiates out from you, bolstering your fight against this pain as the, the it starts to recede. The same waves that racked across your body kind of recede back out, and you are no longer under the effects of power word pain. Dreg is next. Now Alamar within 10 feet of him, having backed up away from Shakara. Alamar, please. I, I can't let you do this. You must be stopped. And really all Dreg can do, he definitely doesn't want to fireball, but he will send out magic missiles directly into Alamar, upcasting to second level. Four darts assault Alamar's bent and aged body. Only nine force damage. Ooh, that was not good. But Dreg clearly having taken a stance in this fight. The two young wizards, they appear terrified. Really straight confusion across their face. And they each kind of find each other and huddle, moving away from this battle. I'll look at them and then I'll say, back off. You roll me intimidation check. Ooh, let's see. Where is intimidation? That is a 24. Okay. <laughs> if they, if you thought they looked frightened before, now <laughs> these young children look terrified. <laughs> Falzerin. What does Shakara look like as far as how beaten she is? Beaten and bloodied. Uh, a, a little tired, but not terrible. Hmm. So I'm going to yell. Alamar, stop this now. This is madness. And my voice carries on into the shatter spell, and I'm going to try and create a booming, booming sound directly on Alamar's location. Okay, so he makes a constitution saving throw, right? Yeah, con save. He gets an 18. So that ties. Uh, no, sorry, I mine's 16. He passes. Okay, so he'll take half damage? Yep. So he takes half of 13. Okay, so he'll take seven. And then... So there's only one more Pegasus, eh? Well, there's still two up somewhere. There are. There are two up kind of around now, kind of about where you are. There's one on the ground with me. They don't really have any magical ability, though. Okay. I think I'm just going to hold where I am. Roll for blank. Right. Nine. So I, did, I fail. The swashbucklers is what they are. Again, stabby, stabby, stab at Shakara. Rapiers. 16 and an 8, and dagger for a 25. Those dang daggers! 7 piercing. Second swashbuckler. Ugh. Okay, well, with a 19 and an 18? Nope, neither hits. And the dagger is only a 10. Alamar now 
near death, his ears ringing, you know, his body injured from this, these magical darts that Dreg has sent. And he just gives Dreg that angered scowl he's had on his face now for the majority of your interaction with you. But he draws his attention to Falzerin, pointing towards you and your Pegasus to cast a circle of death. Oh, that sounds very warm and welcoming. Do you have a reaction? Oh, I suppose I do, don't I? <laughs> no, I, I don't. I used, uh, I don't, I, I don't have any spell slots to do, um, what's it called? Counterspell. Okay, part of a new, the new spell you got when we leveled up after the last batch of sessions. Around you, this sphere of negative energy, it's like, it's almost like, you know, the heat ripples off of hot, hot asphalt, just around this shimmer in this 60 foot radius around you. Could you make, and the Pegasus, make a constitution saving throw, please? Come on, Falsy. It's not bad. 18 for Falsy. Do you want me to do the Pegasus as well? Sure, go ahead. Oh, boy. A 6 plus whatever the Pegasus con. It does have a plus 3 to its con, but that is only a 9. So the Pegasus fails. You do succeed, Falsy. Oh, I'm 90 feet in the air. Fudge muffin. <laughs> this is the danger of getting on a Pegasus when you're battling a wizard. Yeah, you probably shouldn't have gone the full 90 feet. I know. So this spell deals 8d6 necrotic damage, half as much on a successful save. How many hit points does a Pegasus have? Uh, 200, I think. <laughs> At least, you're right. Yep. So Falzerin, you'll take 15 necrotic damage. The Pegasus will take 31. And very unfortunately, this Pegasus was Falzerin's, one that got caught in Sardo's lightning and the Pegasus dies and Falzerin falls 90 feet. Shit. That's a lot of falling damage. Shield doesn't help me out in this situation. I would. (laughs) (laughs) Falzerin, you're free falling now as the Pegasus goes limp underneath you and you both start to fall and you collapse, hitting, smashing in to the rock, taking 40 bludgeoning damage from your fall. Falls are in his unconscious. Alamar! What have you done? Shakara, you're up. How far away from me did he fall? Falls are in fell 40 feet away from you. You can see him, his body crippled and broken, lying on the stone. The rain beating down on him, beating down on all of you. And I only have Cure Wounds, which is Touch. I will use my action to find Familiar, and I will have that take a form of, let's go, Pseudo Dragon. And I can cast that 30 feet away from me, so it'll be closer to Falzerin. With my Find Familiar, I can have it if I cast, I think, I got to double check on this. I think if I cast the spell, it can do it. It can deliver the spell. Yes, when you cast a spell with a range of touch, your familiar can deliver the spell as if it had cast it. So, your familiar does have its own initiative. So go ahead and roll for it. See, see where it goes. Two. Okay. Fudge. Does your yep. pseudo dragon have a name? Um, oh gosh, I thought about this. Um, Shakira. 
that's not gonna be it. Um, I was actually thinking Sparky. <laughs> I like it. I like that. Sparky at the bottom of the initiative. But since I casted, I used my action to cast Find Familiar, I, it would have to be after my next turn that it could deliver the um, Cure Wounds? Yes. So you're familiar, uh, if it's within 100 feet of you, it will use its reaction to deliver the spell you cast on your turn. Okay. So now I could bonus action. Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't leave me with much. I, I don't think there's anything I can do with my bonus action. Everything else I can do is an action action. Okay. Dreg, witnessing his pal Falzerin. I do want to say, I want to say sorry. Oh, sure. Dreg, get on the Pegasus. Get out of here. Well, I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> what, what would Dreg do? Dreg, taking Shakara's advice, gets on to the Pegasus still on the ground. And he will have it move to Falzern, attempting to stabilize it. That will be his action to try to stabilize Falzern. He'll make a medicine check that he fails, unfortunately. But he's not going to abandon you. He will remain there atop the Pegasus. The young wizards, still terrified, especially after Shakara's intimidation, huddled together, grasping each other in this storm, watching this happen, watching people die again before their eyes. Sparky. Sparky is going to, it took me a second to realize who Sparky was. Sparky is going to move over to Falzerin, and um, that's really all he can do for now. Falzerin, you're at the top with the death saving throw. Just checking to make sure I didn't have inspiration. <laughs> oh. oh no! Wow, I have a lot of it to spend. I, sh- I know you do. That's a fail. One fail. Shakara, you hear, even amidst the storm, Falzern's gurgles coming out and blood spurting out of his mouth as he's clinging to life. The swashbuckler's still on you. Stab, stab, stab. One rapier, finally, with a a 24. Well, the rapier's only five damage. Five piercing. And the dagger misses from the first one. The second one. Oh my goodness. Wow, your armor is just too much. Armor and your shield, they just can't get their piercing damage through, and any of that does land, still inhibited by your heavy armor. Alamar rears on you, Shakara. See the malevolence almost dripping from his gaze. Hey, Bill, next time we fight a very powerful wizard, let's have a long rest first. <laughs> yeah, this I had forgotten how depleted of resources Falsey was. Yeah. Raising his gnarled hands, still able to adeptly cast despite their arthritic nature. His black beam of energy surges from his fingertips, hitting you, Shakara. As, yes, yeah, so he makes a spell attack, which is like a 27. That hits. And it affects you. So he is, as long as he maintains concentration, you deal only half damage with weapon attacks that use strength until the spell ends. Again, at the end of your turns, you can make a con saving throw to end the effects. Okay. You're up. Uh, I will cast Cure Wounds 2d8 plus 4. Through Sparky? 
through Sparky. So on Sparky's <sighs> turn, he will deliver. No, no, it happens right away. Sparky uses his reaction. So it happens right now. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Uh, so that is 14 points of health. Bless your heart. <laughs> Bless you, child. Bless you. <laughs> and that is my action. Um, so that's all I get. Alamar, look what you are doing. We are not your enemy. Falls her and gasps back to life. Looks around from the ground. Drake regards Falzer and now conscious. Uh, you know, a relief across his face, but again, he just... It's almost like you've never seen Dreg this angry. And again, he just brandishes his hands against him. And the red, familiar to Falzer and Anshakara, bead of energy blasts out as he fireballs Alamar. Oh my. Adeptly this time, catching only him. <laughs> Alamar makes a deck saving throw. Ooh, it's going to be close. Fails, taking full damage. 36 fire damage. Wow. And a boy drag. Washing over Alamar's body. The young wizards still embracing each other during this fight. Sparky, you're up. Sparky is going to fly back towards me. Um, he was, how far away from me was he? Less than 60 feet. Okay, so he can fly back to me and then he can try and bite one of the mercenary guys that are attacking me. That is a 13 to hit. That's a miss. Okay. And Shikara, we forgot to make your con saving throw at the end of your turn to yes. end the Ray of Enfeeblement. That is a uh, 20. That is a success. Having a plus yes. nine on con is very nice. Yes. That's excellent. Balzrin, to the top with you. So I'm currently Pegasus-less. Dreg is atop one right next to you. You are on the ground. There's no Pegasus for Shikara. Not currently on the ground. Again, there's still the two up in the air. Now, is Blink done? It's not a concentration spell. It lasts for its duration. Okay, so we, I will We roll technically should have had you rolling because you could, your body, unconscious, could have blinked to the ethereal plane. That would have been cool. <laughs> well. To be unable to be, be aided. Able to be rescued. <laughs> okay. So you know what? Since we did it, I'm going to have it in. Okay, that's fair. Alamar looks very, very hurt. He seems to barely be able to keep standing, even with his cane. The orientation of people surrounding Alamar, if I'm looking at he's something, he's going to be AoE. There's no one within, like, 10 feet of him? No, he's 40 feet from Shakara and, like, all of you, basically. He's awful by himself. I would like to try and hop aboard with Dreg and then cast a spell. So that half your movement to stand up and the other half to get on the Pegasus, you definitely have all of it to expend to get on. Okay. I would like to cast one of Falzern's new spells using up his last fourth level slot. And this is called Gravity Sinkhole. Whoa. You, you see this tiny little, almost like a, uh, a dark, like marble, sort of start to pulse and expand just above Alamar. It's going to create a 20-foot radius sphere of crushing force. And he's going to have to make a constitution saving throw. He gets a two. That's a fail. Yes, Falzerin is supremely pissed at this point. He's he's giving up on words. 29 force damage. Very nice. 
he is sucked up into the air towards the origin of this this ball of force, and then he will land uh, prone, I believe. So he goes, lifts up 20 feet, and then slams back down? That's right. Taking more fall damage. Wow. Takes another 10 fall damage. Good job. All right, these swashbucklers still just trying to chip away at Shakara. Man, Shakara <laughs> is a tank. A 20 hits you? It meets your AC? 20, yeah. 20 is my AC. So one rapier and one dagger get through from the first guy. A total of 15 damage, so reduced by 6 total. 9. Second swashbuckler uh, gets, one again, one rapier in, and that's it, for 11 piercing. So 8? Yeah. Still standing. Alamar gets up to his feet. Also too angry for words, it seems. He just, you see his eagle-headed cane. The eyes begin to glow. And he just taps it two times on the ground. And in front of him appear two shield guardians. A second passes. <sighs> and you see him smile. But the shield guardians crumple into pieces as you see they're completely waterlogged from being tossed yes! into the sea yes! covered in seaweed and, we and did grime right. from the ocean <laughs> suck on that Alamar <laughs> and again that, that, that snarky grin that form runs for just that scowl takes over and he lifts his cane into the air and just pointing it and his free hand at Shakara with a critical hit on a ray of sickening. He's casting two spells? He activated his cane and his casting oh. spell. What, what is he throwing at me this time? This is a ray of sickness. Another con save? Fingers crossed. <laughs> you do get to make a con save, but he made a spell attack, so it hits you, and he did crit. So max damage plus a roll. A total of 27 poison damage. And if you're still conscious, you can make a constitution saving throw. Oh, uh, no. Disease. I'm immune to disease. That's not poison. Mm. 27, you said? Yeah. You just need to be undead. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> uh, Shakara is looking really weak. Really, really weak. But I am still standing. Wow. That is a 15 for the con save. That is a pass. So you avoid being poisoned until the end of your next turn. And Shikari, you're up. Uh, I'm going to take two swings at the guy in front of me. All right. 19 plus 7 is a 20. A hit. Five. <laughs> what is 19 yeah. plus 7? <laughs> That's a hit. For eight points of damage. Okay. And bring the sword around again, and I critted. Ooh. That a girl. Do you have any slots to smite? No. Oh. I have no slots for anything. I have <laughs> nothing. Uh, that is 60, 70, 19 points of damage. Very nice. He looks incredibly bad. So you cut into him, slicing some of his armor into ribbons, but he's still on his feet. Okay, I do, if it gets to that point, I want to knock him out, not kill him. Okay. Dreg. Now on this Pegasus with Falzrin is just going to magic missile. I mean, that's really all he has. But he's just going to blast 
as much power into this as he has left using a fifth level spell slot. Oh, auto hit with a fifth level spell slot. Six magical darts enough to take down the same one that Shakara cleaved into. So Swashbuckler's rapier and dagger drop to the ground, followed quickly by his dead body, actually. The two young wizards seeming to have no intention of joining this fight on either side. Sparky, you're up. Sparky, I uh, forgot he can only attack if I forego one of my attacks. So since I took both attacks, he cannot attack. Okay. So uh, he's just gonna cheer me on. <laughs> Balzarin. How big were those crystals that we took from the Rising 3? About softball size. Less than five pounds, or less than six pounds, I should say. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to take one from my bag of holding and launch it at Alamar using Catapult. Okay. So does he make a dexterity save, though? He makes, yes, a dex save. Needing to beat 60. <laughs> That's a critical fail. Yes. All right. Come on, dice. Don't let me down. 19. Bludgeoning. As this softball-sized, kind of elongated fuel cell smashes Alamar right in the chest, it bursts on impact as it is made of crystal. And the bluish-black liquid inside seems to ignite, and this brief ball of blue flame, as it hits him, erupts. And his cane goes flying away from him, and his body falls to the ground, unmoving. The last swashbuckler sees Alamar drop, and his compatriot also, slumped on the ground, puts down both of his weapons and raises his hands in front of Shakara. Shakara, you're up. Nice hit, Falzarin. I'll look at the swashbuckler. What are you going to do now? Still sword in hand. I just want to get in the city. I, I thought Al- Alamar, he's run the city for so long. I, I was, I've, I, I followed him. He, I mean, he's, he's the elder. He's the head elder. Alamar is corrupted. Was corrupted. He is no longer the man that he once was. Will you aid us? Yes, of course. I, like, I just want to get to safety. What happened at the dock was terrible. All we want is to save the city. That's not asking much. What do we do now? <laughs> I don't know what we do now. Dreg, Shakara, are you all right? Can, can you carry on? I am hurt, but still standing. I will do what needs to be done. I, I suppose we need to check on the others that went inside the encampment. Speaking of, let's go back to John and Elena. Yeah, let's boot Emily and Falsy <sighs> off mic. Good job, Bill. High five. High five. <laughs> I thought I was dead for sure. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> All right, Emily and Falzern are going off mic. Erica and Sardo, Shaft and Mia, you make it through the activity of the cultists. Again, that, that wide berth they're giving both of you. South to the edge of the mountains. Up overhead as you were approaching them, you don't see any sign of the Pegasi in the air. Oh, great. Crap. Crap, crap, crap. Uh, Thor! Looking down, 
down on the in the road that heads south towards the docks, are there are there people on the docks? I mean, on, sorry, on the on the road headed towards the docks. It seems that yes, cultists have started to filter as they're taking barrels down uh, this road heading south to Port Heraklion, or what's left of it. Um, what do we see up in the sky? It's just it's just the Pegasi are not there. From where you are, you just see the storm that's raging above, looking up into this torrential downpour. I, I think we just keep on hoofing it. Do you want to go into the mountains again, off of the road? You're quickly running out of time on your polymorph. Oh yeah, we have to. We need to hide. Yeah, we have to go back up in the mountains. So we need to hide, Shaft. I will pray to Thor. Okay, while you're praying. Let's keep hoofing it, and let's try to get... I'm, I'm running and praying. Let's try to, uh, try to get back to where we can at least, hopefully, get over to the top of the mountains and get a better view. Maybe we can see where they are. Herafina will understand, and Thor will understand, that I'm... You know, I'm not on my knees bending or anything. I'm, I'm just hoofing it, and... Thor, I could use the Pegasus right now! Come on. I think we're going to, you know... Going full speed, and, and since we're together in the mountains, we should be able to make uh, just as good a time as, as those on the road. Absolutely. So we're going to continue to head down. Um, you know, my thought process is I better go back and, and hide that body that we never hid and also find uh, those two. Okay, so you'd like to return to that kind of clearing. Exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah, definitely. You can absolutely get there. And as you, you know, yes, you are gaining elevation, and you can see... Uh, more of the road that leads to Port Heraklion, now getting populated uh, more and more by the cultists moving down towards it. And on the other side of it, on the western side of the road, as you know, this road has these two strips of this mountain range that border it. You see, once you hit the clearing with all the, the dead, you know, Erica's actual body and, and where the battle ensued, you see all the dead flashes. <laughs> all the dead Erica's. You see flashes of blue energy being radio from the other side of the road and you see Falzrin on atop of Pegasus fly into the air as he goes the full like 90 feet up above the spot that he originated from and took off from and then that familiar shimmer and blink as he disappears to the ethereal plane atop this Pegasus. With the Pegasus? Yeah, Not with both... the Pegasus. The Pegasus stays, but Falzern himself just disappears. Hmm. An effect okay. that you have all, that you've both seen and are familiar with. Shaft, something must be happening. Uh, that's the battle cry of Falzern. It is. It's his first move every time. Uh, I, I, I look around. Do I see any anything else, or do I hear anything that might be uh, yeah. lead me to believe where they're, where the battle might be? From this side, the state of this clearing has not changed since you left it, but you do see the two other Pegasi circling in the air around Falzerin's, and he comes back into existence seconds later. And around him and this Pegasus, this the air itself begins to shimmer and radiate. Whoa. You see Falzerin clutch his chest, and the Pegasi rears up, and they both fall to the ground. Uh, how far away is he from where we are? He's probably a few hundred feet as he's kind of like on the other side of the road, right? Which is about a, you know, a 50 foot wide road and into the mountains a little bit. Uh, are we back to our original form? 
Yes, by now, as you've reached this clearing, the hour has ended on the polymorph effect. Shaft, we need to go help him! Coming down this road, will will the cultists that are coming down end right here and see everything that's happening? No, so, like, because you're up up high, you have the the vantage of seeing... um, And you can't even actually see the battle yet, right? But you have seen Falzern up. But you you can gauge, like... The, the slant of the terrain and that stuff from the road, you don't think that anything will be able to be seen from the dip between like the valley that's created that is the road. Alright, I'll go down and grab him. You you stay here and ready their your lightning. Yeah, but if he's if he's dead, I'm his one chance for revival. Okay, let's go then. And let's let's go. I slide, I'm going. slide down the gravelly hillside you know, uh, oh, we are sprinting. And, uh, and haul ass as fast as I can towards Falzern. And you can... So he hasn't fallen into the road, right? He's fallen into the, into the mountains on the other side. But you can find this gap in the cultist activity in the road and be able to get over and back up into the mountains, benefiting from Shaft's expertise in the terrain. And you come upon what looks like kind of this narrow path, a, a much lower elevation than where you had uh, just descended from. And you come in time to see Falzerin up on his feet, sending necks to drag atop a, a Pegasus, the dead one that Falzerin had that had fallen from the sky next to Falzerin. You see Shakara contending with uh, a man dressed, dressed in like leather armor, wielding a rapier and a dagger. Another similarly clad figure dead at her feet. Two young robed figures, they look very young, maybe like teenagers, are huddled off a few feet from them in the storm, looking very frightened. Forty feet from all these figures is Alamar. You you recognize his hunched form and his hand on his cane. At his feet before him lie scattered pieces of armor that you recognize immediately as being parts of the shield guardians that you vanquished just a day ago so far north of Heraklion, waterlogged pieces and already starting to rust from the seawater after he tossing them over into the over the cliff. And you see Falzerin, he reaches into his bag and pulls out one of the fuel cells taken from the rising three, tossing it on the ground before him, waving his hands in the air and sending it flying, zooming at Alamar as it hits him in the chest and impacts in a fiery blue ball, killing him. And we can all get back on Mike now. Yay! I mean, I kind of heard you do Alamar's voice, like I said. What? John, because like, I had my headphones pulled out, but I could hear the raspy. I could hear... Oh. And I was like, dang it. Shakara and Falzerin, you see quickly after Alamar falls... Uh, reverted back to their natural form. Shaft and Mia come sprinting up down behind the path right from the direction where you had originally landed behind Alamar and his party. Hammer in hand. I pull out my bow and I notch an arrow and I'm looking to see if there's anything that's that's around that's going to... Uh, Is something following you? What the... I don't think so. What the hell's this? What do you mean? We... Well, things... Things didn't go so well. Um, it's a long story, but Alamar is no longer in the land of the living. He did not take kindly to me destroying his elixir. 
Shaf and Mia, you, just, you see at wait. Shakara's feet shards of glass and the very minimal remnants of this greenish-black liquid that was the elixir that you took from Alamar's library. Ah, uh, he was liching it up here? Wait, wasn't that elixir in The Rising Three? Yes, Grimby may be in trouble. Yes. I mean, we He is knew still that. alive, according to Alamar, but the boat is in dire shape, and I, Grimby may be restrained, held captive, I don't know. By who? I don't we know. We do not know. Alamar I can't believe you guys involved. killed Alamar. I cannot believe it either. The swashbuckler with his arms up, he kind of lowers them. I, I, I don't know what Alamar did to your friend, but I don't think you're going to like it. Why is that? Alamar did speak the truth. He is still alive, but he, I, I don't, I don't know. He, any stimuli gets no response from him. Comatose? Perhaps this was some magical ability that Alamar was maintaining over, over him, and now that we have vanquished Alamar, he will be free from it. Do you know where Grimby is? Yes, I, I can take you to the ship. Tell me. And he kind of—he just kind of basically points in like the direct opposite direction of where he was falling, straight a few hundred feet to the shore. We we basically we beached where we could. So Grimby is aboard the ship still. He—that is where we left him. Yes. Well, the port is about to be crawling full of cultists. So he is distinctly not pointing towards the port. He is pointing off basically western uh yeah west uh, southwest compared to where the port would be but how fortunate that you beached in a different area so i run over and i i put my bow down and run over and jump on the other uh remaining um wait did you stop the vines yeah yeah yes we're we sent them yeah. all to the flaring forest they ought to be no threat for a while we executed the evacuation plan uh, come again the the vines are not well, destroying the dome? Uh, I think it's going to slow down drastically. They're not putting any more crap in it, and I think the, the air that's uh, that's tearing it away is probably going to be uh, stop it. The important thing is we've got all these guys. They're, they're, they're heading out. They're going back to their dome ships, and they're, they're heading over to the other side of the world. Would you, would you mind showing me some proof that you are you? Oh, and I pull my sleeve up. Yep, sleeve up. Your marks are still there. I I do the same. I look at Shakara. I pull I'll pull my sleeve up as well. Dreg does as well. Let's uh, let's go get Grimby and get the hell off this island. So Shaft, you still have Erica's harness on. Are you taking it off or are you keeping it on? I I don't think I'm going to turn back into Erica, so I'll take it off and I go. Anybody want to carry this thing around? I don't want another. It's it's holding me back. It's dragging on the ground actually. I can I can keep it for safekeeping. I, I don't I don't think I want to use it either, but perhaps we can glean something from it when we have time. All right, I'll hand it over to him. Drag, do you know anything about what has went was done to Grimby? Have you heard of such a thing? I I may suspect I, I will have to see him to be sure. You must come with us then. So who who are these two chumps? And I point over at the the teenager. Yeah, and... before we say anything more. They were, uh, they were with Alamar, and and I believe they were, didn't realize what they were getting into. That they, they did not impede us or put up any fight. They are innocent bystanders for 
all that I'm concerned. How do, how do they know what happened to Grimby? They were with Alamar. I believe that, that they thought Alamar intended to do something good, but I don't know. I don't know what their true intentions are. I mean, obviously, Alamar was on the boat if he got his elixir back. And the swashbuckler speaks up. When the port was attacked, there was one ship. Uh, we were lucky we were close to it. As uh, your friend, the, the captain, he beckoned for us and, and got as many of us on as he could before having to take off. He that doesn't us. sound like Grimby. <laughs> we told him not to do that. Grimby is a good man. He is a good man. He is. Now, is he for sure our priority right now? These vines are unstable, but still a threat. Hey, let's, let's, let's hop on the remaining horses here, the Pegasuses, and then we'll uh, hop on there and do a flyby and see how the, the things are going and then then go to the ship. Sure, Shakara, hop on my Pegasus. Are you sure? Yeah, trust me. It's probably the safest place for you. I'm thinking that Thor would, you know, override the system. <laughs> okay, I will attempt to get on her Pegasus. Okay, I right, let's go. Come on, Peggy. Mia, can you roll me an animal handling check, please? Oh, it ended up rolling two, but the first one was 14. Okay, you're fine. As Shakar mounts behind you, it does seem to be uneasy, but you're able to comment uh, and, and speak to it and communicate with it, and it's fine with Shakar getting on. I'll turn to the other three guys. You hide and stay safe. And the swashbuckler will nod as he kind of gathers the, the two young wizards and uh, they seek refuge in, in the mountains here. Okay. I uh, just sort of slap the reins and then head up high and then over to uh, to sort of give an overview of the dome to see if it still seems to be growing or if it's ceased. Yeah, get sort of an idea. For those that have been fighting the potential lich, you now see down the road that leads from the port to the city. It's brimming now with cultist activity. You see many of them are, are carrying barrels uh, that, you know, the black, the barrels full of the black ooze. And no longer there's zero activity around the summoning pools. The vines of which are still, you know, still sprouted and still covering the dome. And from here, when you first saw the vines, you could clearly see the progress even from uh, you know, a few miles away. And you see that it doesn't appear that any signs of progress are being made at all now. Now that uh, there's no more of the black ooze being poured into the summoning pools, etc. Um, I wanted to say before I uh, mount one of the Pegasus, um, I want to go over to Alamar's body and um, make sure his eyes are closed. And I would like to grab his cane. Sure. Uh, do I search his body? I think I'm, yeah. I would like to. I would like to look to see if there's any parchment, any, I don't know, anything on his person that I think might be important. He does have a spell book on him. <laughs> Let's hope it's a spells that you didn't just learn. <laughs> right. I guess I will nab that. <laughs> you guess? Maybe. Your your face didn't translate to podcast. But <laughs> no, I just tweaked out a little bit. I will, of course, send you the full list of the spells that are in it. I can, I'll can i put them in text for you. I will also temporarily dismiss Sparky. 
So you send him into that other place? Yeah, he's in a pocket dimension okay. to await my summons. Oh, yeah. Shaf and Mia, you see this little what small, the heck is tiny dragon with this like scorpion tail tipped uh, on the end of it. Oh, floating yeah. Floating around, crawling over Shikara. Wait, tell us. <laughs> Uh, okay, even in the air, it's 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 with you when you're on the Pegasus, and I'd, I'll dismiss him before I get on the Pegasus. Okay. Shakara, what was that? I uh, I believe he's a new gift from Dendar. Oh, uh oh, uh oh. He was quite useful. He helped save Falzard's life. Oh, I'm not doubting he's useful. Without him, we may have lost. Us a wizard. Well, who hasn't tried to save Falzern's life? She she is telling the truth, uh, Mia. I, I was very very close to death. All right, let's let's make haste. So I will I will mount. Back with Dreg. Yeah. Yeah. Dreg's trapped. Okay. <laughs> That's probably <laughs> safest. <laughs> so you go up, and again, so yes. Um, Falzern and Shakara and Drag all see like the cultist activity, and you see that there's very clearly that they are starting to disperse from their encampment. Uh, a few of the tents have been disassembled, but many of them are just left standing. Seems they are just full on abandoning them. Like I said, evacuation plan. So you're gonna fly to the port to uh, where they said the the boat that Grimby was on. Absolutely, and as you travel southwest. Falzerin and Shaft and Mia, the three of you kind of recognize this area in which you're going. It seems you're incredibly close to where Falzerin would go and meet with the Tritons. A little further south than that, but you do come across a beached, elongated shell ship. Half of it sticking out of the water onto the shore. Uh, that's where I'm headed. As you descend, you can see that it is heavily damaged. Sort of listing to one side. Its lid seems to have been cracked open, but not fully uh, enough for these people could get out of it. Half of it, again, still submerged in the water. Three large holes appear to have been punched into the side of it. You can see a completely flooded lower deck. The linens from the cots that were down there washed and thrown to shore in, in the in the torrential of the waves that are caused by the storm. So this is not a seaworthy vessel anymore. It is clearly not going to float. Down another ship. Indeed. We need to stop rising them. Another ship them bites rising. the dust. <laughs> well, funny you say that. This ship might be called Submersible 6. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, so I think I'll swoop down and uh, is there, if I land on the ground, is there a way I can enter into the one of the holes on the ship without uh, too much trouble? If you want to swim into it, yeah. Again, it's fully submerged. You'll be underwater. But you could also climb up onto the deck right of where the lid and, and go down the stairs if they're intact. I think I'll, fl- yeah, this sort of let the Pegasus drop me off up there close to the top where the sure. lid is and sort of jump off and sort of slide down the... The, uh, the lid. Yeah, and... so it's it's listing to like its left, right, along the long axis of it. Uh, so it's fairly level as far as the deck goes, other than that like slants to the to, to the left. Is it just shaft? Mia, take us down. Yep, 
I would land on the deck, I think, and go from above. Yeah, well, there's uh, not quite enough room for la- to actually land the Pegasus, but again, you can land on the shore and you can all climb in. Yes, Drag, we should also go. Uh, perhaps our arcane knowledge will be of assistance in Grimby's situation. As you all descend the stairs to the mid-deck, kind of very careful, you know, with your footing as, as the ship is slanted, you see that even down here, part of it is flooded the rear of the ship being fully submerged. So you could put together that, you know, the lowest deck would be completely filled with water. At the helm, the front panel of the, the lever control housing has been torn off and discarded. The shell-like tubules that run down to the strange creatures that provide the propulsion for the Rising Three, they've turned completely black. And the elixir, of course, that was stashed there a few days ago is missing, as Alamar had taken it. Slumped on the ground against the large spoked wheel that steers the ship lays Grimby Chum. His battle axe is stuck into the deck as if it had simply fell out of his hands. His eyes are glazed over, blankly staring straight ahead. A long drip of drool leaks from the side of his slack-jawed mouth. And that's our show! Be sure to follow us on social media. We're the Encourageable Par on Twitter, Encourageable Party on Facebook and Instagram. You can go to EncourageableParty.com for additional world and NPC information and check out some of the merchandise there. Be the cool kid at your next game night by donning some Encourageable Party apparel. Encourageable Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. Go to CriticalHitDesign.com for your design needs. All ambient sounds and music are courtesy of TabletopAudio.com. Our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. You can contact him for your own musical inquiries via email at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. Happy adventuring!